Hello. Hey, uh, is this uh, Jonathan Brown? I believe it is. Is this Lister Fodder the Third? Hey, yeah, it is. So, um, I have a question for you. Sure. Are you ready for the 100th episode of Super Cash Brothers? The what? The 100th episode of Super Cash Brothers. You know, the podcast where it's just two complete idiots talking about that one series that they think they know a lot more about than other people. Oh my gosh! Are you, are the you okay? The time is now! Oh, yeah, was, wait. Was wait, you mean now? Yeah, I think. Oh, I thought we were going in an hour. No, I think it's right now. Oh. It's, let's get centennial. Oh, oh, we're, we're live. Yes, we oh, are. Oh, oh, uh, I, I gotta let you go. Hey, so yeah, what's up, Jono? Uh, you didn't think I was going to do that, Hello. Then, did you? No, I did not. I wasn't sure that was going, but I was happy with where it went. I didn't even bring my tie. I'm so sorry. Came up with it oh. five seconds before we started. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, got, you, got a, you got a little bow tie. You sure do. I don't have a bow tie. I have... Socks. I wonder if it'll even fit my my thick massive two your your tank. thick neck. Yeah. Thick with I two have C's. A neck, believe it or not. There, there we you, go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Meanwhile, uh, you know, we got the first trailer for uh Puppet Seven mm -hmm. Remake Part Two or Rebirth, whatever the hell it's called today. I'm just like, fuck yes. Fun little day for fun little day for gaming on top of it being the hundredth episode of our podcast. Yeah, uh, raise your hand if you thought we were going to make it this far. Put your hand down, you dirty liar. Put that hand, put that foot, nobody wants to see feet! For free? No! <laughs> Thank God the audio version is more popular than the video version. <laughs> Until now. <laughs> Until now, yeah. Yeah, we're just suddenly the YouTube numbers are going to shoot up for this episode. And mm -hmm. I'm just going to be so disappointed. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but yeah, we, we are here. Uh, 100 episodes. Uh, if, you, if you'll excuse me a moment as I get a little Jeff Probst on you. 100 episodes, <laughs> nearly four seasons, 30-something characters made in Smashtopia episodes, and... Here's the real impressive number. Over 180 games or game franchises have been discussed in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's been getting a character on Smashtopia, been involved in a Smasher Dash, a, uh, a Smashtopia showcase, a Rate Their Chances, or just like a, a brief mention in an on-topic episode. Over 180 different games and gaming franchises have been discussed on this show. Holy cow. That's nuts. And I think there's only four things that have been in that have been in Smash proper as far as like gotten character characters involved that we haven't covered yet. Period. And eventually we're mm -hmm. gonna. I because I realized I was like, oh wow, we've not covered a few things. Oh, we need to. We how have we, we never it. talked about Banjo Kazooie at all? <laughs> Didn't realize <laughs> that. 
Didn't we though? I I, I had Tilda in, in our company roster game. Okay, I don't think I included the company roster stuff because there was a lot of things to cover. That's true. That's true. maybe That's I true. should update that with those. But God, that would make the number even larger because didn't you include Marina Light Years in that video? I don't have yeah. fucking mischief makers written down, I don't think to. Oh shit, I'm gonna do a check. Uh oh. Um you got Jeff Probst on him. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a little bit of uh, Ryan C. Crest to start this episode out yeah, too. I don't have mischief makers written down on the representation document that I have. Wow. So oops. Yeah, because <laughs> like I have that we it. don't have Banjo Kazooie. We haven't talked to Duck Hunt. Uh, mm -hmm. what are the other ones? Uh, me versus Street Pass they kind of Well, okay. We'll we'll get there, surely, won't we? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I also over. included the things that I've had stages, not just characters like Tomodachi Life or Pilot Wings. They haven't been discussed at all. Wii Sports, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wrecking Crew. Those are the only uh, franchises in Smash to have characters or stages that we have not talked about. Well, we'll get there. I think we will. Possibly. They, there's <laughs> no. I mean, I don't know if we're talking about Tomodachi Life. Real. But I think we'll at least cover Banjo Kazooie and Duck Hunt in some form, more I think than so. a passing well, mention in the company roster game. Some, some, some lights went off in my head when you mentioned the two of them together. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe down the line. Maybe down but, the line. But um, those are some impressive numbers, and I have to say, on top of all of it, with over three total tiebreaker votes in our Smasher dashes. This is Super Cast Brothers, 100 episodes. Good times. We've had more than three tiebreakers. Oh, I know. That's why I said over three. I don't have the exact number, though. I looked up the numbers <laughs> for the... The only reason I had to say over 180 for the other one is because, like, okay, I was counting the different cells that I had, and I was like, shit, I lost track of how many ones didn't have a slot mentioned in them. It's like, uh-oh. And mm -hmm. also things like, some of these things are, like, Tony Hawk and... McDonald's. I don't want to count them as gaming franchises. <laughs> so it's like uh, it's over 180. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, though. I mean, it's been around. Yeah, it's too, it's too bad that uh, the remake for 3 and 4 got cancelled because Activision decided to be Activision. Mm -hmm. that, that's confirmed. Tony Hawk has even has talked about that. That they were going to do uh, 3 plus 4 like they did 1 plus 2. But then Activision mm -hmm. just like, no, we want all our companies to work in Call of Duty. It's like could you please not? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Activision, were dreams going to die? Yep. Yep. But dreams have never died on Supercast Brothers. But my spirit has. A few times. It was, it was bound to happen eventually anyway, so it may as well have been documented. Yeah. But so yeah, here we are. Episode 100. Obviously, you know, this isn't the end of the season. We just noticed, like, oh, hey. I, I, think, I think it was just like when we were planning this season, we noticed, oh, episode 100. It's going to be an on-topic episode. <laughs> yeah. Ha. Huh. We should There's do something do about it. that. It was like, well, we did. Mm -hmm. Episode 4 it was like, hey, I'll look back at our times with uh, Mercurios. Or uh, Smash 64. It's like, why don't we just do a look back on Super Caspos itself? So, viewers... Forgive us, if you will, if as we have a uh, very self-indulgent episode, we basically just talk about 
ourselves and this show and nothing else. That's that's today's Thanks. episode. If you don't care, fair enough. See you next Thank time. Thank God. But if you uh, if if, if you're in the middle of your commute and you don't have anything else to listen to, you might as well keep Hi, us Trevor. on, right? <laughs> Let's be real. You don't got mm-hmm. you don't have anything else to listen to, right? Hey, we got you. We got you. Yep. 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 But yeah, uh, with, with us with this being episode 100, that means we've done. 33 other on topics, 33 Smash Tubbies, 33 Smash-A-Dash episodes, which is insane. It's honestly insane. It makes me wonder, when we get to, like, on topic number 100, <laughs> episode 300 rolls around, it's going to be the 100th episodes of on topic Smash-A-Dash and smash Tubbies. like, oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, now we have to reach that milestone now that you weld it into existence. Well, that's going to be like season tw- 11 or 12. Because I looked ahead to be like a little bit. I was like, okay, where would season, where would episode 200 put us? That's in the middle of season 8 on a Smashtopia episode. <laughs> so. So the, two, the 200th episode is going to be a Smashtopia, huh? Yeah, which means whatever characters we have left that we haven't done yet, we better pick a good one for that one. Ninja Bread Man Senior. Jigglypuff Redone. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not a terrible idea. No, no. Baritone Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Or Screamtail. I do want to make a move set for Screamtail. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I don't know if it'll be end up being like a clo- a semi clone of Jigglypuff, or it'll just be like completely its own thing. But I think a screen tail moves that would be pretty funny. It would be. It would be. You know what else is pretty funny? What? That we that we made it to 100 episodes with this podcast. God, I like. I think <laughs> like I didn't God. know when, when you were first talking about this. I didn't know how long it was going to go. It wasn't really until season three when I told myself like, okay. We need to get to at least season five. Mm-hmm. After that, after that, who the hell knows? It could be season five rolls around. We're just like, we're done. I don't know. Eventually, we're going to run into things to talk about. That's just a matter of fact. We, it, we, we recently yeah. sat down to uh, start doing some planning of season four. And I think with some of it, we were, we were kind of wondering, like, especially with the on topics, like, mm, these are going to get difficult to come up with new topics for eventually. So I don't know what we'll, what what we'll do when that happens. Hopefully, a new Smash game gets announced in the next couple of years to help us out. Uh-huh. That'll be yep. really nice. It would be. Huh. It would be. Um, we could. Yeah, I I was thinking the same thing. I think season five is an attainable goal. We will see from there. I'm not going to say we're going to shelve it, but it may be that we come up with another podcast or another project. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe Supercaster yeah. takes like a year off and we do something else or something. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, precisely. But the staying power of Supercast Brothers, um, in, ultimately in spite of, um, you know, initial growing pains where I was really bad with the schedule and you basically took over all production rights, which was perfect. It made things so much smoother. <laughs> um, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, season... And and I think, um, you know, just looking back on the episodes, because I looked back and just read over the, the descriptions for some of these episodes, 
leading into this one. Um, how much we've grown from the first few episodes and the first couple seasons of yeah. the podcast into something cohesive, um, better branded. Like we are just better. We're so much better at this than when we started. Uh, I think especially me. <laughs> um, but we both we both have grown into it quite a fair bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, we started... It, it might as well have just been an audio podcast in the very beginning because, sure, there was like was, a yeah. video for YouTube, but it was just a picture. There was no... Mm -hmm. there, we, we didn't have cameras. There was no like special graphics. I think with the title, like the, the podcast title might have been on the graphic. We might have like our little logo on there. But beyond that, that's all. And then season two, I'll just like, let's bring up the videos. And then halfway through season two, I'll just like, I'm going to rearrange the the visual presentation so we can start having graphics on there and then i think it was the start of season three i changed it again and we've been rolling with the same format uh video wise since then maybe it's time and to I mix it up again i don't know that the basis of it, it though with like the graphics and and us on the screen what it, it looks clean it looks nice and i think it's a good basis for for the future as well yeah um, if i was going to mix it up again considering how much of a pain in the ass it was to build the format uh season yeah. three and onward and having to rebuild it at some point earlier in the season when ob or when streamlabs decided to break and just fuck up the entire format in the house and i had to quite literally had to rebuild it all i feel like if i did it again i'd want to like get somebody with skills and be like i want you to do this for me make something cool because mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. an MS Paint kid. That's all I got. Same. Same. MS Paint and more recently Canva for, for the marketing jobs, you know. Yeah. It, like, it, oh, let's move these pictures around. It, MS Paint. <laughs> and then I have I have a couple things. Uh, sh shout out to uh, overlay.imageonline.co for helping me make image, like, overlaying one image on top of another. And uh, Lunapic. For helping me oh, yeah. make transparent backgrounds for pictures. The two of you have been Same. a lifesaver. <laughs> Lunapic is a uh, longtime friend of mine as well for other projects. Yeah. Um, free they, Photoshop. Especially I mean, like the, the roster images that I make for the Smashtopia Wiki at the end of the year. I require transparent images <laughs> for, those, uh, for those little pictures. Which also, that site that I use to make the images for... Uh, I have a couple links. Oh yeah, it's a uh, ursatsquare.github.io/rostermaker. If gotcha. you are that person that made that, or if you know them, thank you, thank you. I tried so using a different roster maker. Yeah, I, I I tried using a different roster maker at first, which nothing bad about that one, but it was harder uh, to do with characters that have longer names because they would bleed down to the next cell below them. It's like, mm, mm, mm. Can't do that. <laughs> but then I found the Ursat Square one. And it's like, oh, this is great. I love this. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it can only hold so many images in one roster. So I had to like, I think I think it's like thirty something. It's like thirty two or something. And then I have to be like, okay, save this image. Okay, make a new one. And I have to stitch them together. But it's minor compared to other things. Right. 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 Minor Ursat. Um. That's. Cool. I didn't even know the, the piece and together process for the for the wiki. Um, so you're, I you're, I do yeah. a lot of things yeah. that I have no reason to do. Mm -hmm. And then I complain about it's like I don't have time to do all my different projects. Like, well, why don't you just drop them? No. <laughs> no. 
They're mine. Precious. Yep. Yep. Oh my gosh. Remake Lord of the Rings. I got your golem. You got my what? Sorry. Golem. Oh. <laughs> Boy, that new Golem game. Sure great, isn't it? Oh, oh, it's, it is. it's not? It is. Oh. When, the, when, the, when a full walkthrough of your game leaks, like two or three days for the release date, and it's a video on YouTube, and it's only nine hours long, and it's a Lord of the Rings game, and it's reportedly, I didn't watch it, but reportedly most of the gameplay is just crawling down a straight path? What? <laughs> yeah. Even the concept. I mean, Golem is a great character. I never in a million years said I want to play a game as Golem. Yeah. 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 Now we have to make a Smash Shelby a wiki move set about Golem. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Maybe that'll bring me back to submission making this year. Yeah, it's um, been a... You've been on a break. It's been a warm, dry drought. Of, like eight from months. John well. Ten months, actually. Meanwhile, I'm posting six things a week. Yeah. Because I'm insane. Yeah, that checks too. <laughs> Especially with some of the ones that you've gotten down and, and have slated um, are not minor submissions yeah. for, for the amount no. that you're submitting. And, and I'm working like about a month ahead <clears throat> of what's being posted. It's like, it's what. It's it's early June right now, but I'm working on stuff that's going to be posted in the second week of July. Good, good. Yeah, that's actually how you have no, to I'm working on the third week of July. Nice, <sighs> nice. Yeah, you got to keep on top of it. I mean, so that way you don't fall ten months behind. Pretty much. Pretty um, much. Yeah, I mean, Smashtopia Wiki was the like progenitor progenitor era to. The creation of Super Cast Brothers. I feel like we we had it for a few years before the podcast started. I think, or maybe a year. Uh, I, um, it started in I believe 2017 <laughs> is when I started posting so, on it. So let me see here. So it was a year, or yeah, 2017. Uh, Black Shadow, I believe, was the first thing I posted, or at the very least, the what? first new character I made a move set out of. I think it might have been the first thing I posted. Period. Not 100. Mm -hmm. I know it may have been a couple of things like at the same day because I know at the time I was trying to be like okay I'm going to do like seven things I'm going to post them all at once is what I was doing at the time let's see here when did Black Shadow actually get uploaded August 23rd 2017 that's when I started this uh, the Smash Delphia Wiki which by the way we got a logo now Courtesy of a friend of the podcast, Kelly Jelly, made us a logo. It's uh, pretty nice looking. It gives me both Mega Man vibes and 80s vibes, which I think is pretty yeah. cool, honestly. <laughs> me too. It, it looks really good. The colors really pop. Um, I like the angling of the logo. It's, yeah. it's really cool. You should go check it out. Um, So yeah, just a couple years before Supercast for this came to be. Um, and I think it was during our, our great Donkey Kong versus, versus Donkey Kong Jr. debate during our like inner workings on our personal discord channel this is the two of us um saying no it's this character that would make it in if smash brothers started on the nes it's like no it would be this one um i was like you know what 
We should start a fucking podcast. <laughs> I, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to get into this. And it might have been discussed a little bit early on in the show. I'm not too sure. But I wanted to ask you, since we're taking a look back on Supercast Brothers, yeah. what was going through your mind when you first came up with the idea to make a Smash Brothers podcast? Because you approached me with this. This was not my yeah. idea. I may have molded it into the form it has now. But this was originally your brainchild, and then I, I took over. It's still ours. We we we've manned we've manned it pretty well. Although on the production aspect, you're like it's like eighty five fifteen. I'll admit that much. Uh. <laughs> the the fifteen is but. you doing the audio versions, coming up with the descriptions, and then noticing if I forgot to upload an episode. <laughs> Cause it's happened. Yeah, that's about it. It's happened a couple times. No, not as much as being uh, season one. I think actually our last episode, <laughs> uh, that last Smash Dash we did, I think I only uploaded day of. Whoops! Wow. <laughs> I noticed it. It's like, oh, that's supposed to go up today. Oh shit! My bad. Into, well, well, I uploaded it to Dropbox. Well, I mean uh, RSS. Well, in advance. Whoopsies! So, thank. You. Well, it's a good thing you you figured it out on the right day. Hey, it's better than you know season one and two when it would sometimes be like, "Hey, John, it's been a month. Did that podcast ever go up?" Oh, uh, no. What? Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because I was so much less busy than I am now. Interesting. Yeah. Um, at the time, um, it was kind of the advent of a different part of my life starting um in 20 2018 2019 where i was realizing i was getting in my day-to-day -day life a little more pulled away from the gaming sphere than i was comfortable with um i didn't have the time to play games as often as i used to um and it was sad it was a struggle um, and Super Smash Brothers was always what connected you and I, and by extension, many of our mutual friends who have since appeared on the podcast multiple times. Uh, I thought to myself, and you know, the empirical evidence is there now, I've only gotten busier as I've built more and more of a, an establishment in my community um, for, for some of the things that I do. <clears throat> In music and the arts and for nonprofits, etc., etc., um, and that work's not going away. It's something I'm passionate about, but I'm still passionate about games. So me, forward-looking, years ago, was like, how do we preserve this element of our childhood, this element of our, of your friendship and, and mine, keep it fresh within what originated it. Um, so I try to treat this podcast like an, ex like almost job-like, even though there's elements that still can still be improved, like, uh, consistent marketing, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, the heart of it is there with just us getting together, planning these episodes and recording them. <clears throat> and that originated from, uh, wanting to preserve that element of, uh, of, you know, of us making roster games on the side for, like, no reason amongst ourselves. Yep. Um, creating submissions on the Smashtopia wiki or previously SSB Mercurius. Um, just the output, the sheer output that we put out when we, when we were, uh, when I was a little younger, 
um, just over text every single day was unfathomable. And I wanted to find a way to preserve that and and keep that going, even as my life changed. So I said, hey, let's make a podcast. And then you're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, it didn't take much to convince me. You you had, like, you had like some point, bullet points of, let's like, here's the reason why I think we should do this. Now it's really just like, boy's got a point. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. think, I think, because, like, part of what I... Part of what was in my mind about it was, well, I'm already doing this shit for the fucking wiki. Yes. I mean, yep. might as well. And we, and we, even if we didn't have this process, we would still be making roster games every now and then. Uh, mm-hmm. Just imagining mm-hmm. what we could see in the next game. I'm sh- if we didn't have this, I'm sure, like, once Ultimate got announced, we would have been so spin just be like, all right, actually, actually, yeah, Ultimate, Ultimate was announced before we even started this. I forgot about that. But like, uh, I don't think we knew. We didn't know about DLC. I don't remember exactly what point in time compared to Ultimate's life cycle we started doing this. But I know we would have mm-hmm. been doing stuff. You mentioned uh, the whole Donkey Kong vs. Donkey Kong Junior debate, <laughs> uh, and for those who don't know about that, um, I think this was this was <laughs> this started around this started after Ultimate was released. In sometime in the early DLC life cycle, uh, around Joker, uh, Banjo, Hero being revealed, somewhere in that segment of time, I had the idea of, hey, let's have let's do a dumb roster game where we're going to pretend that Smash Bros. started on the, on the NES and figure out what characters would have been on that that roster. And we came up with our own individual lists and we mishmashed them together, which has turned into things with this podcast, which is kind of like how our Smashtopia episodes work. Or um, we've done... Um, we did something else that was like this uh, on an episode. I don't remember what it was offhand. Uh, was it our season three finale, maybe? What, what was our season three finale? Because I feel like that might have been it. That might be what I'm thinking of here. The Thanos game? Yeah, yeah, Thanos game. Because we, we had two different rosters, we mishmashed them together. So that, that's where that those ideas kind of strung from was this whole NES game we did. And then as we finished NES, we moved on to SNES, 64, GameCube, whatnot. And so we had like this massive sized roster at the end, which was chaotic. And it took, part of it took a long time to communicate because, you know, sometimes one of us may not respond for three weeks or something. I don't know. But... For NES, there was a long debate between the two of us about who would get into NES Smash, OG Donkey Kong or Donkey Kong Jr. And that was a long conversation of a bunch of different points, and we were both very adamant about our choices. But I think I think that, I don't know if that entire project predated the podcast, but I'm pretty sure the start of it did. Because actually, <laughs> I can see... First episode was, uh, yeah, August 31st, 2019, and Ultimate mm-hmm. release in 2018. So by this point, yeah, this would have absolutely have been after that thing started, I'm pretty sure. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Banjo-Kazooie and Hero would have been revealed uh, summer 2019, I'm pretty sure. We're both looking it up, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going kind to of, Smash Week and checking Heroes, but you see when it says that he was revealed. 
it really frames into perspective too um, just how long Ultimate's been out. I mean, I I don't think of the Switch as this six year old console, but yeah. I mean it is. And here we are. Here, time, we were like time. Yeah, we're we're absolutely it's... on our way to the next console by this point. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. June 12, 2019 is when the Hero trailer went up. And I know I know at least we were... We definitely started beforehand, but we were in the middle because when we got to a point where we were just talking about Dragon Quest characters in that whole project, we said, and unlike Hero, it's going to be Erdrick. But I know yeah. it was also before Terry got revealed because at one point you suggested Terry as a character. And I was just like, why don't they include Terry? And then <laughs> I later on <laughs> had, uh, I was proven wrong. It's like, all right, if there's value in Terry. My apology to the Terry Fatal Fury King of Fighters com- community. I was wrong. Funnily enough, one of my favorite characters to play as in Smash is Terry now. Best <laughs> DLC stage. Best DLC stage. For Easily. Sure. For sure. For sure. Such a cool idea. Um, <laughs> Um, and I, I just can't believe it's it's really been a short period of time. I know part of it was, you know, we started in 2019, 2020, so towards the middle half of, of uh, towards the middle, rather, not the middle half, because that doesn't exist, towards the middle of the first year of our podcast, the world changed in a yeah. way. Um, and that made doing this project even better. Uh, even even a more worthwhile pursuit for a while, um, but it also, I guess it also kind of serves to where it's just like that weird illusory time thing where it's like I, it feels like it's been way less time than four years and way 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 more time at the same time, um, and and looking back towards those that first season especially, um, you know the the earlier you go back. Um, that's where I was thinking, like, I don't know how long this is going to last because I don't know how well we can keep this up, you know, yeah. especially on my end. I felt like, you know, we were in the Clones versus Echoes episode, like we were feeling the ground out. I mean, that was, that was episode one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it, it wasn't necessarily gra- a groundbreaking subject at a certain point. I mean, honestly, I feel like we can admit this. We didn't really know much. We did. It wasn't exactly a groundbreaking topic, so we didn't have a whole no. lot more to say. But we dragged it on, um, and it just started out awkward. I think we we're both just feeling out the territory of recording a podcast. I think it was a little bit new territory for both of us, and on a collaborative level between the two of us as well. Um, and it got a little better with Waluigi. Like that was a fun episode to do. Um, you know, starting out with a character we're both really passionate about having in smash still to this day please god um <clears throat> but even then i think we made it through our fir- our first cycle and then like army fighters here to stay was the fourth episode and the second on topic ever and then once we got out of that kind of nebulous period doing a couple of soft on topics doing our first smasher dash our first smashtopia we started to develop something um you know, it was still audio only, but it, we were slowly building into it. Gengar was an exceptional move set, um, and we started building that slow burn into okay. There's something going on here. Um, really, I, I don't feel like it was until 
maybe towards the end of year two, maybe the start of year three for us that I started thinking, hey, this is something that is consistent in our lives that we've built upon in a way that we can easily, like easily, quote unquote, move forward with into season five and beyond. But um, the, the quality the quality was, was inconsistent, but there in, in the early seasons too, like a diamond in the rough. Right. Because Gengar was, was an amazing episode. I loved the back and forth that we had where we were coming up with the same moves. It's just like, whoa, clearly Gengar will have Shadow Ball, but how will the Shadow Ball be executed? Right. And we did that over like two to three of those moves in a, <clears throat> what, a five, no, a six move move set, including the extra skill. So it was... Uh, Quite intensive, quite the discussion, and having episodes like that made me excited about moving on into a video format in year two, and and eventually you cracking that idea to give us this entire physical format for our video output, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Where was it for you, <clears throat> looking back, that uh, you first had that little inkling? That oh maybe this is actually is something worthwhile that this is a this is something we can make strong content from out of. I mean, I think it's different for me. I think it's different for me. Not to not to say that I don't think it ever happened because that's not true. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't look at it as content that we produce necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just look mm-hmm. at this as a fun thing that we do uh, yeah. to talk about different topics. Is let's be honest. Would we be talking as much if we didn't have it on a schedule? No. 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 Because no. shit gets busy. But this kind of forces it to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to talk about, you know, Smash, obviously, but then other things. We have to learn about new characters that we don't know a whole lot about. Uh, throw some opinions out there. Do I wish that we had, you know, larger numbers and we had commenters and we, we kind of like had a, a whole community around this? Of course. I thought it'd be fucking awesome. Am I upset that yep. we don't? Or is it? does it dismay me in any way? No. I primarily look at this as just like a fun thing to do with a friend of mine. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't look at it as something that I had to churn out content for and to feel like that we've made it in some way or, or, that, yeah. or anything yeah. that has like made it worth it or anything. Not to say that it's wrong to to look at that way or to think about that. That's just not how I've ever approached it. Yeah. More, yeah, more importantly than the content side. And again, I mean, if, if it were, if the pure marketing aspect were that important to me, we would probably be a lot more further along with our viewership than we are. (laughs) We we would Um, have consistent social media posts. And honestly, we would probably be, we, I, the problem is I feel like when you try and, when you try and what's the word I'm looking for here? When you try and commercialize it too much, or you, you know what I'm trying to say, you're putting that box around you. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. go off the rails at times. Yep. We have very yep. off-topic yep. tangents. How many times have we bashed Byleth's moves on this show? Too many times. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's too many times. I, I, if we, I feel if we like, I know I would. I might. I. I don't know for sure. But I feel like if we did have, like, a larger community, I feel like there'd be that larger pressure on us to maintain some form of relative professionalism with everything. Right. And right. I think and that's so- part of what kind of stymied those first couple of episodes. I remember you telling me, 
uh, at the Clone Wars that because I think it was I think it was around that the Me Fighters here to stay episode in Gengar where you told me it's like okay I'm feeling the groove here anymore because you didn't feel like you were having to like professionalize yourself and that you could be mm-hmm. more your actual Jono self which sometimes. Yeah. The actual John himself is like, all right, I need you to contain just a wee bit here, <laughs> just a wee bit. Hey, it's gotten better. It's it's been a good couple of years compared to the start. I mean, <laughs> there's I just some, like there's some good. episodes where it's like, sir, we need to move on. We gotta keep going. <laughs> we are approaching an hour and fifty minutes, and we're still on the final smash. <laughs> we gotta get it going. <laughs> Yeah, all all of that to say, I am with you on the primary reason for doing this. It's why we start. It's why I had the idea. It's why we started it, and it is the primary motivator for for both of us for moving forward with it. Um, And to be honest with you, when you frame it into that perspective, um, you know, if we marketed it better, if we commercialized this, if we had a consistent audience, because of how comfortable I've gotten in this format that we have now, that's so open. Um, and it is just the two of us so often or having our personal friends come into the fold. Um, you know, nothing crazy on our end for, for in the planning aspect, usually, um, or the production aspect, usually. Uh, it, it begs the question, like, do we, there are aspects of the podcast growing more successful that we would want. We want people to hear our thoughts and be entertained by them. Yes. Um, but for all the extra tassels and and uh, and hassles that that was a rhyme uh, that come with it, do we want it? I don't know if I want that. You know, I want it to a degree. There, mm-hmm. a long while back, and this this isn't ended up happening because we threw out these plans a while back. But a couple of years ago, I wanted to do something fun for season five, where there's going to be this big old poll. You know about this, where we're going to right. let people vote and suggest ideas for what they wanted to see in season five. Like, what characters mm-hmm. should we make moves inside of? What topics should we talk about? Who? What kind mm-hmm. of actors should we see in Smash or Dash? And we had a whole big, big old Google poll thing that we were starting to build with these things. And at one point, I realized partway through, it's just like, why are we doing this? We don't have the viewership for this. We're going to get, like, four people voting, which saddens me because I would have loved to have done that. Uh, I'd love to have that kind of community where we can have those kind of, like, a poll to see, like, what kind of things we do. Or I'd like to do some kind of episode, like, say the next Smash game comes out. I would love to do some kind of poll where we see what characters the viewers want to be in the next Smash game. And we had, like, this whole big Smash poll. Like, we've seen other websites do this. So There's been some hosted on Reddit. Uh, Source Gaming has done a few. I'd love to do something like that, but we don't have the community for it. Do so, I, so to a degree, I'd love to have a community to like to interact with. At the same time, mm-hmm. I just I don't want us to fall into the trap of feeling pressured by anything that we have to do certain things because so all of a sudden we have actual viewers. Not to say that people who don't uh, watch listen now aren't actual viewers, but you know what I mean, like a larger amount of people and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Something, something in the, <clears throat> something in the hundreds on YouTube as opposed to, to in the inconsistent yeah. tens. <laughs> Which isn't like um, again, like I'm not like talking bad about the people who do watch, but oh no, I I, I, I wouldn't talk like, bad about myself. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, like I I know what I'm trying to say. I just don't know how to put it into words. 
in a mm-hmm. correct mm-hmm. manner. But I, I'd love to have engagement. I'd love to have some form right. of engagement. We have a Discord channel. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't really utilize it too much. Uh, it's got a little bit of chatter, mostly from Kelly Jelly. He'll post something in it related to a character on the wiki. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I do wish we had some more engagement. So do I. So do I. Uh, I do feel like that, you know, un, unper- in, imperceivable pressure that you're talking about. You know, that's it's not any one thing, and it could that thing could change from day to day, so it's hard to pin pin down when talking about it. Um, but generally speaking, uh, just the baggage that comes with, with having a larger community, every creator who has seen some modicum of success has certainly felt it. So I feel like if somebody has listened to their favorite podcast from from a Smash Brothers community maker or, or a gaming uh community uh person then they kind of inherently know what that's like existing within those communities yeah and and seeing and seeing you know because so many creators it's popular and good and healthy now for these people to be more open about their creative processes too um so when they talk about their pressures that's kind of what we're talking about here um and they're good problems to have i mean they're they're problems that you have when you're successful. Um, this comes with the business, but you know, just like with anything in life, there's pros and cons to anything. And I feel like it, but I think that with the structure we've built, I don't know if this podcast itself, I think we can have a podcast on that level. Um, but I don't know how we would rebrand ourselves or it or what. And it may be a little too much pressure for what we've already built here. Yeah. Uh, the the other concern sometimes with having like a larger group is the more people you have engaging, the more you open yourself up to conflict. Mm-hmm. As we've seen with, I mean, um, it's true they, these were kind of larger communities, even though they were still rather small. Some of the previous communities that we had built together with with our friends back in the day, um, we had seen conflict arise, and that's why we've moved on until we've collectively kind of culminated in a couple of discord channels together yeah um but now i mean then i part of me wants it and part of me is just is just fine doing this for another few years at least knowing that we're making it together and we have a good base of friends who have survived this ordeal of starting at mercurius with us or somewhere along the way yeah and and continuing from there um, you know, like, uh, like Trevor or, Tur- you know, TurboTax, or he's been my friend for like over 20 years and has been a part of your life for God, like 15 now. <laughs> say less good than Lord. 20, less good, than 20. Good, good, but still quite, quite a lot. And, and he's been a really great consistent guest on the podcast. Kelly Jelly. I mean, he made our, um, jingle. He's been an amazing contributor to the Smashtopia wiki. Um, and he's appeared every year on the podcast as well. Uh, Jake. We've had 13 different guests on the podcast. That's more than I even thought <laughs> off the top of my head. That's that's pretty good. And they're all people that generally like us for one reason or another. Most of them are recurring. 
Yeah. And vice versa. Although I think it might be pushing the envelope a little too much to say that we like them. Yeah, I can't commit yeah. to that. I think we... Um, there's been murmurs that they've heard that we were recording a 100th episode. Oh. A few of them. Yeah. And some of them may even have special messages to share today. Oh. During this episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was Did you run this by a producer? Loosely, yeah, I did. Really? Because I have not been able to get a hold of her. She's busy, you know. Uh, yeah, that's what her office I, was fucking says when I call. Insert um, horrible reality show here. She also produces that. Oh, right. I forgot about that. That's still on? Mm -hmm. Yeah. God. The, uh, the, one with, the one with the restaurant. Uh, yeah. There's there's like yeah. a sea of those shows. Oh, I know. But nothing can beat the real, the real housewives of Super Cast Brothers. You and me. I don't think either of us are our housewife or are real. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, we exist in a in a podcast scape. I'm from Midgar. Now, whether that means the Norse Midgar, the Midgar in Fire Emblem Heroes, the Midgar in Final Fantasy VII, or some of the Midgar, I ain't telling. But I'm from Midgar. <laughs> also, Midgar just means Earth, so. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I didn't lie. No, you didn't. That is, that's a first. But you said you had a message. Yeah. I think so. Who, who's think this so. message from? I believe it was from Ebit. Jake. Oh. Our good old buddy. Is that what I have yeah. here? What do you? I wonder what this rolled up newspaper was. <laughs> huh. Jake left it behind. Ah, that makes sense. All right. So, yeah, yeah. as John was saying, we've gotten a few messages from some of our collaborators. And uh, we're going to play one here. The, the only only one of them, I believe, is in video format. They're sort of just uh, text, which we'll read out uh, as we go through the show. But for now... Does uh, that mean just... that Jake loves us more? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, it's I'm canon. glad we're on that page. Yeah. Never thought we would have reached that conclusion, but here we are. I mean, I, thought, I always thought that was obvious. It's either him or Eric. Sure. All right. Let's see. We'll listen to what uh, Ebit has to say. Hey, Jono and Zantok, congratulations on 100 episodes of Super Caspros. What an incredible milestone that really speaks to the passion and that you guys bring to the series and to the fandom. It's been a blast getting to record with you guys and celebrate a series that brought us together all those years ago and helped forge a friendship that has spanned decades, which is a bit shocking to say, considering how I remember when we were all Tasmanian Tigers back in 2002. But seriously, from our humble beginnings back on Super Smash Bros. Mercurius, drafting up our dream move sets and fan additions to the series, to ultimate tournaments and tournaments of champions, to reacting live to everyone is here, to our late night recording sessions, and all the laughs and all the fun in between. Thank you both for being two great pals, through and through. Here's to 100 episodes, and maybe another 100 more yet to come. Thanks, guys. 
The past still wants me back in 2002. God damn it. God damn it. You knew exactly what I was reacting to. Yeah, John has sent me... Uh, oh, I need to turn that off. Uh, John has sent me this video last night. It's like, hey, I got this. And it's like, I'm not going to watch it until we're doing the episode live. And I'm just like, oh, God damn it. That's how you know I didn't watch it yet. <laughs> the best they want me. God damn it, Ebit. Son of a I bitch. I know. I know. But that was nice. That was nice. It was. It was. It was. I don't. I don't think anybody that who we told that we were doing this to. I don't think any of them imagined that we would still be doing it at this point. Yeah. I, like I said, like I only, I only really felt like I had to commit. Again, like, once we were, I think it was probably somewhere around planning season three, I was just like, gotta get to at least season five. Season five, yeah. that's a mile, that's a big mile, well, 100 episodes is a big milestone. About five seasons, especially when that's longer than 100 episodes, that's a big milestone. I wanted to hit at least that. Beyond that, again, as we previously mentioned, who knows? Who knows what lies in the future? I don't know. Yeah. Like, this, this, yeah. the whole thing started when you approached me with it. And I was trying to think, like, how we could make it work. And I was like, okay, I mean, obviously we'll be making character movesets. Obviously, that's kind of the main thing we do. But also, it's just, just like, that can't be it, though. we got to do something more than that. If we just do character movesets, it's going to get very dry, and we're going to burn out fast. I was like, okay, well, we could have, like, mm -hmm. you know, like, pick a topic, and we'll just talk about that topic. That could be an episode. It's like, yeah, that works. There need to be something more. It's like, what the hell else? What could we do for like a third episode type? I didn't, I didn't know. I was trying, struggling, trying to think of it. And I was just like, well, there's that game I feel like that's like a this or that kind of game. You could do something like that. Like pick two yeah. characters against each other, talk around, and like who would you choose to add the Smash? What do we call that episode? Smash or pass? Wait, no, that's something else entirely. <laughs> I Legit, it passed in my mind. I was like, but what what could I call it? Oh, mm -hmm. smash or dash. It rhymes. There you go. And you're either adding one to smash or you're dashing their hopes of being added. Yeah, that's yeah. that was the concept I had. It's like it's gold. Yep. We got it. Let's do this. <laughs> and there we got a three episode format. Which to this day, I mean, after some renovations to. The Smash or Dash format, where we are now doing regular chances at the beginning of the episodes. Uh, I would say it still feels pretty fresh. I yeah. mean, with, with the with the idea that you know, impending soon enough, you know, eventually the next Smash will be announced and revive our our the 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 uh, freshness of the of the podcast overall again, as it was during the DLC cycle in year one. Um. Yeah, we we um, I lost my train of thought there, but. The point, the point is that the, the three-tiered cycle on topic, Smashtopia, Smasher Dash, has really served us well. Yeah. Um, and, and every season, yeah. pr pretty much every season, maybe not season three. Yeah, I think pretty much every season, we've changed something about the format. Mm -hmm. Like, so obviously, you know, mm -hmm. season one was a thing. Season two, we added video. Halfway through, we added graphics. Season three, I completely changed how the visual presentation was performed. Season four, we added Smashtopia Showcase to the Smasher to the Smashtopia episodes. Right. Uh, then we also had like the the catching up uh, section at the start of Autumn Topics, and then the mm -hmm. Raider Chances 
uh, as well. Season four, I guess, actually, we didn't change anything in season four. Thinking mm-hmm. about it, but we basically, but we did debates like if there was anything we wanted to change. We decided for now, not really, because one one thing we struggled with in season three, with not season three, season f- yeah, season three. Fuck, uh, there would be some episodes of Smash Dash where we were just like, our Razor Chase is taking up too much time. Should we do five characters? Should we do three? And basically, what it boiled right. down to when I was looking at things, just like I think it only takes up more time when we have guests. And even yeah. then, it can take about roughly an hour, but I also think that helps out our Smasher Dashers, because you were mentioning this about early seasons, we struggled with the Smashers episodes to fill time. It was rough, especially those very early ones, just like, because we didn't want the episode to be too short and too soon. Like, it need to hit at, when other episodes are hitting that, hitting close to two hours, we, we couldn't end that a one hour episode. That just wouldn't have worked. And I think yeah. chances to severely help with that because one, it gives us a solid basis on the talk about first. And then when we get to Smash Dashes, sure sometimes there might be that element of we're feeling pressure time that like we want to talk more and we're running out of time. But if we go a little bit long, that's better than not than ending too soon. And feeling pressure mm-hmm. to have to talk more in order to fill that time. That was a big problem we had early on. Right. Yeah, it is. Um, and it, and it is funny, you know, even occasionally since we introduce rate their chances to the, to the spectrum of what we do, um, every so often, I mean, to, to, to be frank, rate their chances is the more interesting aspect of the episode. We still hit that occasionally. Um, and it just is what it is. Sometimes we get into a really spirited discussion, especially when it's with a guest. Um, and it turns into a pretty, it's, it's a fun little format though. I've, I've really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed, like, you you know, you and I go back, back and forth on choosing which, uh, yeah. which ones, like, say, like the, we, the recurring, yeah. The, the Smasher Dash, like, for, for the most part in episodes, we're very clever on what we're doing with them, but when it comes to their chances, we alternate episodes on who's picking the five characters, and if it's one with a guest with a particular theme, sometimes we'll follow games that guest knows, or whatever that particular theme is, and at the time we're just like, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna pick some characters, and... I think also part of the problem with Smash Dash, because you mentioned that oh, sometimes RTC is more interesting, is coming up with good matchups while also not reusing characters we've already used gets dicey. It gets mm-hmm. dicey. Mm-hmm. But the thing is like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this would be a great character to pit against this other one. It's like, we already used them. Mm. Yeah. Problem. Yeah. Or it'll be like, okay, we're following the X theme, and X theme pretty much requires us using these characters. But boy, that's a mismatch. This character is way cooler of an option than the other one. We we have those problems sometimes. We try yeah. to avoid them the best we can, but sometimes it's just something we deal with. Sometimes it is. In um, pointing one, I I will say, you know, I think the diciest Smasher Dash we've ever done was this season, at the apex of the season. I think yeah. Rabbit Mario was a mistake. I think Rabbid Mario was, was a mistake. We, he was. We should not have used Rabbid Mario for that. We we should have... If we are going to do anything, we should have picked like the new character from that one or just done a different game. Mm-hmm. Rabbid Mario was... Mm-hmm. I, th- I think the problem... I think why it became Rabbid Mario part of it was because we wanted it to be a third-party character. Or not a first-party... Uh, we were going for a first-party character. They were kind of like the only... We, we weren't feeling super hyped about some of the other options. We were already putting 
like Chez was the big was the big first party option of like something new to talk about. Mm-hmm. But because we all, yeah, that when like I mentioned, like we're wanting to do, we, we've we pretty much planned season four. Like some things will, some things can change, but we want to try again that whole a Smash Bros. episode that just focused on characters that either were only existing in a new game that released in the past year, or that released like here's a new game that heavily features them. So we're tr- we're going to try the content again and see if we have like a better can do a better matchup pair for it which i think we've picked out yeah. better yeah better choices but we'll see what happens we're, we're we're trying if some other some new themes in the next season some cool ideas mm-hmm. and we'll just see how it goes yeah yeah it is interesting too you mentioned that um sometimes it's difficult to choose matchups and i brought rabbit mario up also it's it's sometime it has one time so far been an issue for us to keep up with rate the chances since we braided tails in both season three and season four. Yeah, that I, I don't know who <laughs> picked tails for the second time. I don't know which one of us that was. I could look, but then like, do I want to call one of us out? Kind of. Uh, <laughs> uh, was that me? That was it. Was me. you? It was me. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I just missed it. I just missed it because I have a, I have a bunch of tabs in this document. I have a bunch yeah. of tabs in this document, and mm-hmm. they are not. I, I, I wish it was organized better than it was. It's, it's got a lot of organization to it, but there are areas where it could definitely be better. Hmm. Yeah. And I just yeah. completely missed that we had done tales previously. It was like, well, shit. But that this document even exists is like a testament to to your personal we wouldn't we skills. could not do this show if i didn't have this document yeah the, do, the document like, is yeah well, like yeah. All, all the characters that we've that we've kind of more or less planned on for rate their chances next year i double checked all the ones that i'm choosing and that we didn't we haven't done them yet i almost did one i almost wrote one down we'd already done though i almost wrote down alucard again oh yeah Oh, and yeah. then I started writing down a different character, and I looked at the list we had, and I was like, shit, Jono's already picked this character for another episode. Fuck! And I'll, 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 I'll color that cell a color so you know who I'm talking about without me <laughs> spoiling it. Okay. Uh, okay. I almost did that character in, uh, in this episode here. Oops. Oh, yeah. 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 That nearly happened. It was like, oh shit, can't do that. <laughs> Fourteen tabs. This yeah. document is that you've created for Supercast but Brothers. We, we haven't doubled up on anybody in Smasher Dash yet. We haven't done it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we ever will. We'll 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 keep on top. I I think eventually we will, but I think it'll be intentional. Yeah. Like I I feel like we, when a new Smash gets announced. I think that's a point where we need to quote unquote wipe the slate clean for Smash Dash and um, rate their chances because by then we'll be talking about characters that are like okay, new Smash. Who do we want in? Mm-hmm. I think that's just going to be part of it because because again, like we started with characters that um, when DLC phase was still happening, that's where we started the show, uh, and I don't. Did any of the characters we discussed get into DLC? I'm not seeing it. I don't believe so. But we did. We talked about Edelgard, Dimitri, and Claude after Byleth was already revealed. 
Because looking at the podcast here, it looks like we started... It might have been around Terry's reveal. I think it might have been right. around Terry's reveal when we started. Because we have one of our early episodes is looking ahead to Fighters Pass 2. We were trying to predict what could be in Fighters Pass 2. So we definitely started bef before then. But I don't think anything that we discussed, with with the single exception, uh, nothing got into Smash after we discussed it. And that one exception was Rex and Pyra. We did it. Yeah. Our fourth Smashtopia episode was Rex and Pyra from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And then Pyra and Mithra get into Smash. Not Rex, just Pyra and Mithra with a with a Zelda Shake swap mechanic. We were just like, "Oh shit!" Now mm -hmm. that now I'm kind of in a weird place because on the weekend I was like, "Okay, I have to upload new pages for Pyra and Mithra doing their actual Smash move set," and I had to kind of like mark the Rex and Pyra as being like a legacy content, as in like this was maybe before they were officially revealed. If you want to see what their actual Smash Ultimate version is like, go to this page. And I also have to do that with other things, like I made a Steve moveset before Steve got revealed. I made a Sword moveset. I made an Inkling moveset. And now I'm just like, I gotta do Rex at some point. I, ha I have to complete the, the whole thing. I need to give Rex his own character slot again. Because obviously Rex and Pyro's slot can't exist anymore. And I gotta tell you, I've played through the DLC for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And I got me some yeah. ideas. And yeah. I want to make yeah. a Rex moveset where, kind of like how Ike in between Brawl and Smash 4 went from being his uh, skinny Ike form to buff Ike form, I kind of want to make a moveset using the Daddy Rex uh, model. <laughs> I want to do it. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got some yeah. thoughts of things I can do. They're not going to be like special, crazy, unique things. But more m m merging what he can do in two and three, but his character model would be the design from three. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to do it. Yeah, it was. I hope you do, or we do, or something down the line for sure. Um, yeah, that was a surprise. It was a surprise. First, first and foremost, it was really great being able to cover. The remaining DLC um, culminating into Sora through our show. And I look forward to one day, I think it's going to happen within the podcast lifecycle, the announcement of the next Smash and doing it all over again. Yeah. Um, in the mean, in the meanwhile, because I've, I've, I've said multiple times, speculation about Smash is more fun than playing Smash for it, me. It honestly kind us. of is. It honestly kind of is. Like, yeah. I love playing Smash. It's such a great game. It's such a great series. I love everything about it. But I'm yeah. not like a competitive player. I don't like I don't spend hours just playing this one game. I like to play a lot of other games. I like to get these other gaming experiences. I don't have time to just play Smash. But I can always speculate about Smash. You and I grew up in that world after having met each other in Mercurius, especially, but we're we're also just technical minds. And I feel like if it weren't Smash, there would be another game series we would be thinking the same way about. It's in our nature and Smash really feeds it. Um, I mean, do I need to bring up the list of fanfiction ideas I've had of other game series? Let's see, I've got Pokemon on here. I've got uh, Mega Man Battle Network on here. Like, I, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got a Final Fantasy Isekai series on here. Nice. Are you the self-insert for the Isekai? Yes. <laughs> nice. It was nice. going to be me nice. and three other people I knew, and they were going to be like, 
Like, for the first game, it would be me and one other person. And then, like, for the second game story, it'd be uh, me and a third person. And then for the next story, mm. it was going to be, like, just one of them. And then it was eventually going to culminate into Final Fantasy 1, where it's going to be, like, all four of us for the first time in the same story. That's nice. That's what I was going to do. It nice. was going to start with Final Fantasy 8, because I love 8. And then it was going to be mm-hmm. 7, and I don't remember what the path was from there. It might have been 4. That, yeah. We were going to pursue... That, that, and that was something that predated this podcast as well. We were thinking when we initially announced this podcast, it was with the announcement of us working on a fan fiction for Smash together. But I, I think we ultimately decided that was kind of a rope point. Um, first and foremost, other people have done it better than we probably could have. Um, secondly, it is way too ambitious for a first project like that. <laughs> I still think we can do it. I absolutely really? still think we can do it. Yeah, I don't think I never. What what happened with in my viewpoint on this project is I gave up on you. <laughs> I gave up on you responding and wanting to pursue it. I don't know what exactly <laughs> your viewpoint <laughs> was, but I was just like, Jono has stopped saying anything. This is dead. But like, I, oh, I think I what thought... might be because like one one of the things I wanted to explore with it was like starting with Smash sixty four and kind of envisioning in universe. How does a Smash? How does Smash Brothers start in in the in the like a combined Nintendo Gamosphere universe? Where it's like, oh hey, look, here's Nintendo City or where the fuck, and you have all these characters that are interacting, and they they go off to like produce. They get they go off to different worlds to like produce games or whatever the fuck. But they had this whole like interactive hub world or whatever, and, and Master Hand was going to be like this this young character who has this dream of bringing all these characters together in, like, this big collaboration. But nobody wants to give him a chance. But then finally, like, he gets, he gets like, one person that's like, okay, we'll give you some funding to put this together. But it's, like, low budget. And that's why Smash 64 yeah. story is going to be, like, much smaller scale, smaller characters. The sets for the fights are going to be kind of rinky-dink. It's going to be that, but then they was going to succeed and be like, okay, Melee, bigger budget. He's getting his brother or cousin or whatever you want him to be. Crazy Hand is involved now to help out. Bigger roster, more items, more stages. Also, at that point, I was going to add in a little bit more to the story. There's going to be a part where uh, a villain invasion of characters who are just like, what the fuck? Why aren't we allowed in? It was going to be like Wario, King Dedede, Wario. I said Wario. <laughs> Wolf. That's <laughs> what I meant to say for that third point. Uh, Ridley, I was going to have in there, and then I was considering a couple other characters like Black Shadow, or not Black Shadow, uh, Samurai Goro, and I was considering them because who appears in the melee intro that's not a playable character? Samurai Goro, Ridley, Wolf, the three of them. So I was like, okay, this explains why they're in that fucking, uh, intro. But then Ridley and Wario and King Daddy, actually I don't think Ridley was in part of this, Wario and King Daddy were going to be there to kind of, uh, lead into Brawl. They're going to have that mm-hmm. bit of a hook with Brawl. Mm-hmm. And, like, this, the in-credit stinger I was going to have for Melee was Master Hand, who is also kind of like the uh, the stand-in for Sakurai, in a way. He was going to have a meeting with King Dead. I just feel like something is coming. I don't quite know what's going on, but something is coming, alluding to Taboo. And that's how King Dead was going to uh, get roped in. Because we know that from Sakurai's notes about Subspace Simster that he posted on the dojo way back when, of uh, things that, like... Uh, were left on the cutting room floor of the game, King Dedede was always, from the beginning, working against Taboo. He was always mm-hmm. on the hero's side. He was 
that's why those badges were there. Like he picked out characters, maybe they weren't his original choices, who were going to be free from the trophy trophyication process. So I was gonna throw, I was gonna like back build that in there, and then brawls can happen. So say Sinister is gonna be a whole big story point. Smash Four. I didn't really quite have him be involved with the story segment for Smash Four was gonna be besides the DLC character we're gonna get in some way. And then ultimate, obviously, World of Light. And I, I still love to do something like that. But I was also part of that, one of the things I really wanted to explore is how each character was selected and how they acted upon their invitation. And there was some yeah. I had some thoughts on. Like, I saw a comic a long while back that I love the idea for with Daisy, where Waluigi was the one getting the invite, but then he saw Daisy really sad because she really wanted to go. She didn't get an invite, and all her friends are going without her, and he gives her his invite. I was like... That's a really cool idea. I love this. And then my other favorite idea is Piranha Plants. Actually, no, I had two other favorite ideas. But one of them was Piranha Plant, where if Master is just like getting frustrated, it's like, I can't think of who to invite. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm getting rejections. People don't want to do this. I haven't had this hard of a time since the original. And he just like throws up an envelope and just like throws it in the room because he's frustrated. And it lands over in the corner with this potted Piranha Plant he keeps in his room that just bites at it and it's like oh my god brilliant <laughs> that's how I was going to explain Piranha Plant that was going to be it and then my other fun one was Villager where um Snatchstream was going to be like for Smash 4 which was like what the hell these people I got I got your links. I got your space dragons I got well we don't have we won't have space dragon for that one I've got all these popular characters why does everybody just want these normal people in this tournament? I don't understand. What do you expect a fucking yoga instructor to do in a fight? And then a crazy hand was going to be in there. He's going to be like, bro, I got you. I can, I'm the perfect. You want a regular person? I got the perfect guy. Insert killager. <laughs> the killager memes with vil the crazy axe murdering villager and that was crazy hands nomination for a regular guy master chief was just like fuck 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 it's too late to send him back and i'm scared of what he'll do to me if i try cool cool the killager is here fuck it whatever that was my whole thing that's what i wanted to do sweet um and I still want to do it. And then, an interesting do. trip down memory lane. We can we can revitalize it. And I think part of it too, um, Kelly Jelly. I mean, looking back on that, he really kind of lit that fire back up. At least from the readership perspective, for me, with his smash vignettes that he was doing for yeah. for a number of years, where where you know he uh, has submitted a number of characters like uh, the, uh, the the batter, for, for instance, from, from the batter cadence, yeah. uh, the crew from Metal Slug. The monsters from Rampage. Uh, several of these characters he's made character movesets for. And then he made vignettes uh, mm -hmm. on uh, Archive of Our Own. Where it's kind of just like how these characters would interject with other characters that are actually in Smash Cannon. Yeah. And then he, since then he's done other uh, vignettes for other things. He did a series of for Fire Emblem Awakening of Robin and Morgan creating new uh, classes in Fire Emblem based on different Smash characters. Which is pretty cool. And he's also doing yeah. one right now uh, for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. That's like, okay, mm -hmm. hey, you know these hero characters that don't interact, but you can get them as part of your party? What if they did interact? And, like, each chapter is two different characters uh, interacting that you uh, in the game. I haven't gotten mm -hmm. to read uh, that one yet, but I, I, I need to make time for it. Yeah. 
Hi there. I have something of Kelly Jelly's that we can read right now on oh. the podcast. Okay, go yeah. for it. A message from Kelly Jelly regarding episode 100 of Supercast Brothers. It's right here. Guys. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right I can't here, read that. <laughs> Kelly says, for episode 100, first off, my sincerest thanks to you both for including me and my contributions on the Smashtopia wiki. It's your baby, and you weren't obligated to feature anything of mine, but it makes me happy that I get to be a part of it. Being featured on the Smasher Dash episodes discussing character chances and matchups, because we have the Kelly Jelly Showdown featuring his characters from the Smashtopia wiki, it's basically become a season tradition. Yeah, until we run out of characters he's made. And at that point, I'm just like, fuck, man, I don't know. We'll have to get you to do something else. Yeah, and he will. He, he's a great guest. But um, being featured on the Smash Dust episodes discussing character chances and mashups are always fun to join, in on, to join in on. Even if we don't always agree, breaking a tie is a difficult position to be in. <laughs> Xantok, thanks for facilitating CSWS, our personal friends group's Discord channel, interactive content including polls and the video game music month which is coming up you deserve yep you deserve the award for fastest reply in the west an award i could never apply for wait uh, also, fa fastest what reply in the west he, he says you reply to him quite often um, I, I i live on my computer <laughs> also big thanks for following up 999 with a vlr stream even though you didn't have to. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he has I a, did. He has a catchphrase for you as well. For his neutral special, he wields an axe. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Clover, where yes. are you? Stop the axes, Clover! I know you're somewhere. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> For Jono, thanks for taking the time to read my movesets and vignettes and giving your earth your earnest thoughts. Your opinions elevate any discussion, yeah. And your extensive skill with the written word shines through in your comments to me. As well as your eccentric nicknaming, because I, this was written at the apex of me calling him, like, Mr. Bungola Bohala Palapop. Uh, and my special quote is... The real beauty was the friends we jumped in with along the way. In a bush <laughs> back in 2002. Yeah, yeah. If we just keep chaining the memes, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, I remember one time when we set up a four person discussion along with Jake. It felt like a real four player bout, except this episode was more co op than competitive. That and hosting Battle Royale Center around my fighter editions means more to me than I can say. From Kelly. What a guy. Yeah. What a good guy who created a catchy beat for our podcast. One of our most recurring guests. Yeah, and and uh yeah, one of one of my favorite people to talk about Smash with for sure. I th you know, he I love all of our guests. I'm not playing favorites, but I will say Kelly which is funny because we didn't know Kelly as long as we have some of these other guys. But Kelly kind of exists in the most similar space to you and I with how he approaches the Smashtopia wiki 
and our podcast. So it's quite interesting to go back and forth with them. Like, I think it, we, we all just have that same technical mindset when it comes to this game series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet so we haven't done a character with him yet. Have we not done yeah. a character with Kelly yet? It's so inherent, especially since he's the other contributor to the Smashtopia wiki. Yeah. We should have him on for a Smashtopia episode. Ke- Kelly is the only person that. besides the two of us that has made their own characters onto the wiki without being a collaboration mm-hmm. on the podcast. One of these days we'll have to remedy that. Yeah. Maybe even for Maybe. the next episode. Who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? But that is, yeah, that was really, that was really nice from Kelly. So thank you, Kelly. And thank you, Jake, for your message earlier. Um, gosh. What, what, I guess, going season for season, what, what were some of your favorite episodes looking back? Just, just, uh, just like a top I mean, here. What, Waluigi, very first character we did, a character that we're both very passionate about. Uh, we had some, I think there's part of, we, we, there were two things that stand out to me about the Waluigi episode. One, we had to find a second recording date for it because when we first yeah. sat down and recorded, your bitch ass didn't have anything written down. I was like, how can we record this if you don't have a move set written down? You don't have any ideas for it. How can we do this? And then we, it was like a week later so we actually sat down and you had things down. And then we're getting to reveal our final smashes and I'm just like, I'm so excited to reveal on comes like, I got something new and crazy. You know, everybody talks about how, oh yeah, they should have Waluigi pinballs a stage for Waluigi and, and Smash. I'm just like, nah, fuck that. That's the final smash. Waluigi pinballs gonna be final smash, bitch. And then you come up and it's like, it's my final smash is Waluigi pinball. And I just fucking lost it. It's like, son of a bitch. Oh yeah. There's been a lot of times uh, where one of us will start saying like, oh yeah, this is my move. And the other person's just like, fucker. Fucker! Mm-hmm. I thought I was being mm-hmm. so unique! And then we both we, come up with the same thing. It's like, damn it. It shows that we both came from the same place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like that, that that one doesn't stand out to me. Uh, you mentioned Gengar earlier. That was a great one. Um, I've also liked our episode where we don't make characters. We do other things like assist trophy stages, uh, spirits, items. We actually we haven't done spirits yet. <laughs> items of Pokemon. That's what it was. We mm-hmm. we've we made a new move set for Toon Link and a new move set for Doctor Mario. Uh, I, I feel like it's oh, harder Dr. to say Mario. stand. I feel like it's harder to make out stand standouts for like the Smasher dashes because mm-hmm. I'm just looking at characters. I don't remember a lot of the details between them. I know we had good discussion on Mock Rider. I remember I remember mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we did a stupid Survivor randomizer yeah. episode. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. we did that. That was a dumb one. That was dumb. It was dumb, but it was pretty funny. And it, like, we were hitting some pretty heavy... We were doing some pretty heavy headers around the time that we did that episode as well. Yeah. Um, we wanted something... Because that was when like we were having a lot of... like DLC was full in full swing. We had... like lo- Looking down the episode that one, we had... Um, we had to like, talk about Sephiroth. Pokemon. Then we had... Steve reveal, then the Sephiroth reveal. No, they, no, they weren't back to back. There's like one episode in between them, and then with the Survivor one. And then an episode after that was Pirate and Mythos reveal. It's like yeah. fuck. Yeah. Actually, and oh shit! Every other on topic in season two was a new fighter reveal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! From Steve yeah. all the way to Kazuya, all of that was season two. Yep. Huh. <laughs> Hey, it's funny how that works. 
that's 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 yeah it was it was a time and then we really had to shift gears with the on topics in year three and i feel like that's where we started really thinking like oh we need to really find a way to keep these on topics fresh yeah um leaning into the new new years but so far we've done it then i'm not too concerned either because we have year five mapped down it's looking pretty good yeah um i i feel pretty satisfied for what we have with year five right now we might give yeah. you like plans might change as we get closer to it but i'm mm-hmm. satisfied with what we have for now me too um yeah some some elements are definitely changed i think with game reveals and whatever but yeah so far so good um but like we, we've also old. done like the smash for the sorting hat with say what you will about harry potter uh, we're not going to go deep mm-hmm. on that, but we had a friend of mine, uh, uh, Curb Walker, on. Mm-hmm. We just had like a mm-hmm. silly episode of like, like pictures like what Hogwarts house would Smash Brothers characters be sorted into, and we've done that twice now because you know we can't do the whole Ross one episode, and we got to do part three still because we still got thirty something characters left. Yeah, but those yeah. are fun. Yeah. And then we also, we you know we had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We've we've trash talked Byleth so much. Uh, season three it was our put up or shut up moment. We had to make our own moveset for Byleth that mm-hmm. and proved that we could do better. And I think we did. I may did. be arrogant, but I think we did. I will, say, I will say that we did, and so did Kelly Jelly on the Smash Nobio Wiki with his version. Yeah, and <laughs> Kelly's version existed before Byleth was revealed for Smash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that I also liked when we were thinking, like, how, what are ways to freshen up the on-topics, you know, to make it not just DLC-oriented, because year two, we were already talking about that, because DLC is going to end eventually. Yeah. Um, so, so what are we going to do? Uh, we come right out of the gate, out of Smash, getting at least, maybe making it a tradition to do these maybe once once a season or so. Um, so our first inaugural edition. Pokemon Memories, the very first episode of Season 2 of Super Cast Brothers. Um, you know, coming on to it, our first ever video episode ever. Um, turned out pretty darn well, I would say. Um, introducing this loose structure where we, where we uh, you know, kind of like now, where we're, where we're making talking points up as we go um, about a specific thing. So, Pokemon's a master franchise. We've both been invested in it for quite a while. Uh, both grew up with it. Both keep up with it to different extents now. It was a good episode to kick things off with and talk about. And talk about our favorite Pokemon. Which for me is Pelipper because I am a freak. For me is Cubone. Because wearing a skull and using a bone like a club is fucking awesome. Yes it is. Cosplay one t- one, of the, one of these days as Cubone. <laughs> There's some good... There's some good skulls on Etsy. I'll, I'll say that, um, and and we've persisted with that with that too. I mean, we kick things off with Trevor in your in your season three as well with saving Star Fox, which I think which I think was another strong episode. Um, discussing, you know, Star Fox is a kind of a dead series right now, and hasn't been. It's been constant rehashes of the Lilat Wars. Unfortunately, what can we do to re, to revive that brand in totality? And this season, too, Resurrecting F-Zero. So I've really enjoyed doing these things um, and talking and pinpointing one specific series and one specific topic. Um, you you can say we did two this season, because we also had an episode talking about Zelda representation. Mm-hmm. And by that same topic, topic, we discussed Fire Emblem representation in, I believe, season one. Mm-hmm. We did. We did. 
Um, yeah, representation with Inspector. Yeah, those are good episodes. Those are really good episodes too. Um, Fire Emblem, if I remember, that was with Eric, I believe, yeah. with Flame Zone. Um, and then Jake and Kellen and Jake and Kelly have both turned out good quadruple episodes, proving that it could be done after I sort of. Uh, screwed the landing on the first one we ever did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we also we had uh, yeah. a Rodin Suji on when we were talking about League of Legends. Yeah. I yeah. I don't remember why we decided to talk about League of Legends. I think it was just because like there were a lot of rumors about it at the time. I was just like, let's do something trendy for some dumb mm-hmm. fucking reason. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know why we did that episode. I'm not not that it was bad, but why did we do that good. episode? It was a good episode, and I think it's because, you know, Suji and Arun are both um, fans of that series. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it harbored good discussion, and that was a really good episode, too. Um, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed the Zelda representation discussion, too. Our sidebar with Ke- having Kellen on for the first and currently only time to discuss why he loves Skyward Sword was a, was a nice little <laughs> segue. Um and and I've you know and and I've also enjoyed living to the living up to the meme potential um, of certain oh god oh god that didn't go how I thought it would <laughs> with officially living up to the meme like that like that good work um, with Ninja Bread man that was a turning point in the podcast um, <laughs> boy we were on something with that. We saw, mm-hmm. like, hey, here's the full story behind Ninja Breadman. We were like, oh, shit, we're, there's going to be an episode that's going to upload on Christmas. We should do a special Christmas episode. And so we planned the Ninja Breadman because, like, well, here's something very stupid we could do. Like, the whole, mm-hmm. do a whole trolling with it. And then I realized when I was looking at uh, episode dates, like, oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong here because our episodes upload, you know, every two weeks. And I was looking at the calendar I'd written down because I had to manually write it down every season. And I was like... One of these is off. That's not two weeks at the last episode. Oh, no. And I had to fix the calendar, and then it turned into, oh, Ninja Breadman's actually going to release on January 1st. Do we yep. still want to do Ninja Breadman? Because it's no longer a Christmas Yeah. Day. And you're just like, yeah. It's like, okay. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> and Ninja Breadman has persisted on this rest of wiki. Like, you made it an event match starring him. I did. Um, I, I did. Uh, yeah. I don't remember what I named it, but it's a. It's essentially the, the concept is Ninja Breadman is pissed off at all the game. Actually, I think we talked. I think it was on a showcase uh, early it in the was. season. It was like Ninja Breadman is upset at all these so-called Game of the Year winners. So play Ninja Breadman and go kick Gerald's ass and Link's ass and who were the fuck else was a Game of the Year winner? I don't remember Kratos, off the top of my head. Ellie. Yeah, Kratos, Ellie, mm-hmm. and I was I was only looking at like game awards game of the year yeah. so it's like yeah. if you yeah. go like because game of the year like so there's so many different websites and things that award game of the years so i was like i gotta pick just one source for this right 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 and and you mentioned the representation topics i'm really glad that we can hit these kind of hard-hitting commonly talked about within the smash community even and and offer our opinion on it with some with some close friends of ours yeah uh, i think those have been some of the strongest episodes we've done and some some of my very very favorites both the fire emblem one and zelda one it gives us an opportunity to take something that we respect and revere and love like super smash brothers and kind of trash it a little bit yeah hey <laughs> nothing is perfect uh, i mean look at no. nintendo i love them but they also came up with the game boy micro mm-hmm. <laughs> why why did Among that ever exist here. whose idea right. was this who did they think they were selling to 
Why did some people buy it? <laughs> I literally do not understand the point of the Game Boy Micro. I don't get even it. As, even as a kid, you know, like a, like a the, 10 or 11 year old. Like yeah, maybe I, the DS hasn't, didn't exist yet, but we had the DS already. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They were still selling Game Boy Advances. Or maybe it was Game yeah. Boy Advances feet. Either or. Why was the Game Boy Micro needed? It wasn't. Oh. And Reggie alludes to it in his in his autobiography, which is kind of funny. He's like, I didn't believe in this, but we sold it anyway. <laughs> Error phrased. Uh, <laughs> even as a kid, he couldn't convince me because the G it was so small, the GBA carts wouldn't fit in it all the way. Yeah. But one of the things I thought about was, like, my dad would talk about how, like, man, I don't know how you see in the screens. They're just too small for me to look at. And he's talking about Game Boy Advance and DS screens. And then, then the Game Boy Micro, it's like, I don't know how anyone could see that. The screen's too small, those things. Yeah. 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 The um, screen is as big as the cartridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which one I guess of those, is always true. And, right. But all the same. It's as big as the Game Boy Advance cartridge. Mm-hmm. You could say that we actually did another kind of, you know, like, off-topic in the sense that we're not talking directly about Smash episode in this, in this season as well, reflecting on the Super Mario Brothers movie, which was a... Mm much more recent episode than most of what we've been talking about that I really, really, really enjoyed. Because yeah. I really enjoyed the movie when I think just about any gamer who it's saw It's on that... DVD now. Yep. Yep, it is. Any gamer who saw that Illumination was making that at first is like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I had a little bit of faith just because like, okay, they, I mean, animation style, it can probably work. But no, min, no, please don't minion it. That's what we were all yeah. thinking. It's like, don't minion it. Mm -hmm. And they knocked it out of the park. I mean, pr pretty much. Like, it was 90% of the way there for me. Like, it, it was what I expected a good Mario movie to be. There you go. We we got it down. Yeah. Um. And some of my other more offbeat favorites, like the Ninja Bread Man one, is continuing this pig theme with TurboTax or Trevor every year. Um, <laughs> every season so far. Rather, mm, so we had no, we had not... pork... nearly nearly. If there was one out, it had to have just been. I mean, one Chrono. Yeah, Chrono had like, frog. That's a pig. No, he's not. <laughs> okay, but um, at the very least, Porky mentioned season one. Then we miffed it in season two, season three, saving. No, Star no, Fall. Orbulon had a pig connection. Oh, then it has been every year. It has been every year. Because year one was Sparky, year two oh, was you mean every, Okay, it's because we had the Star Fox one. But in this yeah. season, we had the pig... Well, shit. Yeah. yeah. We it's might need to revisit season five. Keep the pigs going. Yeah. So season five. Midbus versus Pigma versus Wizpig versus Embor. Four characters. Why the hell would we ever talk about any of these guys? Um, I mean, it's I think there's reason thing. to talk about maybe one of them, but we were just like, what's the, we can do four pigs and have Trevor on and continue the joke. And then at that point mm -hmm. I gave up on the joke after that. I was like, okay, I think we've culminated the joke. <laughs> Our, uh, I don't you know, know if just... we'll do more, but that for me personally, I was like, okay, this is over. I, <laughs> we'll see. The, the prevalence for, for us, though, I mean, Trevor, there, there's this ongoing meme in our, it's long-winded, 
but there is a meme that has existed since this practically the dawn of time when the three of us have been friends with Trevor being half man and half pig and that yeah. being his superhero form. Yeah. And, and that has turned into some, an end joke on the podcast. Um, and something that I've really uh, enjoyed. Boy, man. <laughs> yep. Precisely. <laughs> even as, Check even it out on SoundCloud. I'm pretty sure it's there. Yep. SoundCloud and Spotify, Bob Boy Man by T-Fish. I think we've recently broke the 1,000 plus um, listening radar on that on Spotify. Um, and it's been on there since 2013. So, huzzah. Um, <laughs> um, hey, now he has a wife, so she's been listening to it a whole lot. So it's helped us break in it over person. the edge. Yep. 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 Live and in person every day. Yeah, we did perform it live in the car when they were here recently. And I have an acoustic version I haven't uploaded yet, but our friend Aza is a good fan of that version. Aza has it as a uh, an audio redeem that you can do on their stream. You don't do a couple of the the Twitch points, and <laughs> actually, they still have it. They might have they might have removed it in favor of the. I don't remember. Last I last I knew, Bobo Moon was still on there. And it's my rendition, which is even worse than Trevor's. Um, <laughs> so, um, that being said, uh, Bobo Man, Trevor. Turbo Taxer. Good man. Longtime friend of ours. One of our most frequent podcast guests. Has a message to share with us regarding episode 100 oh. of Supercast Brothers. Yes. Um, it was a little more conversational. Less, less planned and more in the heart of the moment. And I appreciated the sentiment. He's, I, I asked him you know, Trevor, where we're coming up on this po on this podcast episode 100, do you have anything you'd like to share? And his response was, yes, I do. It was always great to talk with Lister about the Square Enix games that we loved and that we loved and had in common during our forum days on Super Smash Bros. Mercurius. And I could always trust Lister to provide incredibly helpful feedback when I started making character and item submissions during those days. So the predecessor to Smashtopia Wiki. Also, participating in games and interactions with Xantok and Jono has always been fantastic. And back in the day, he didn't necessarily, he, like he loves Porky Mansion and all that, but he didn't necessarily say it in this message. What he ends with is, back in the day, we all really had such a great time in Skype video chats, like on Sexy People Chat. Oh, <laughs> Bringing that back from when I was 13. I would like to clarify that Jono named it. I had nothing to do with that. He's like, oh, I'm going to give mm -hmm. him a dumb name. It's like, you're such a child. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So that's where we're at. And uh, Trevor did visit recently for, for him and his wife's first anniversary. They, they came down to Tucson to see me for whatever ordained reason that would be. Guess seeing me as a celebration. Um, and they and he had a lot of positive, you know, things to say about our time. Um, you know, off kind of off the record from this as well. Um, just we he's been around for a long time. <laughs> he's been around for a long time. 
And uh, word on the street is that even his newly wed spouse is a fan of Supercast Brothers and you, Lister. Mm, you can do better. Yeah. You mean Trevor? <laughs> Listen, anybody that's a fan of me needs better taste. I'm sorry. It's just true. Well, I may be your biggest fan. That's really speaks poorly for you. Yeah. I know. Oh, well. <laughs> um, yeah, but another strong episode, I feel, um, was our, um, let me check the, yeah, was our very first collaborative episode of Smashtopia with Trevor, um, recording and recording for Porky Minch. And, you know, I didn't know how, um, Smashtopia collaborations would necessarily go each time with each individual guest, but Trevor really brought it and was a great originating guest for Smashtopia style episodes. Yeah. Um, I did not know what to expect from him, and we ended up using a fair amount of his moveset. He, he had some great ideas for Porky inside of the Spider-Mech that we just did not come up with, you know, being, being a major fan of that game. And it kind of set the scene for, for Trevor's future um, contributions to the podcast, but also just my height of expectation for guests on Smashtopia episodes moving forward. Um, it was a really tight episode. It, it We had an amazing episode with Gengar, I kind of wondered. And Waluigi, too. It was a great start. I enjoyed the Waluigi pinball debacle and also leading that into Waluigi's Island, which is one of my favorite stages I've created on the Smashtopia wiki. Being his home very stage. involved stage, yeah, definitely. With many games, <laughs> that's, that's, that's probably the most involved stage that you've written. Probably so, probably so. I'll, I'll look back into the argument. It's definitely up there. Um, probably so. Um, and he and he did great. Um, yeah. And, I, and I'm really, I was also really pleased. I feel like the Tournament of Champions in Season 1 was kind of a shit show. Let, um, let's let's talk about our season finales uh, for a little bit, actually. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because, you know, our, the word season for us, it's not like we take a break. We talked about this. We, it's an episode every two weeks. So when even though one season is over, the next season is literally about to start. But it's more of a way for us to kind of like just like play things out and block it down. And a season lasts roughly a year. Uh, it's technically a little bit short, shorter than that. But we have every season end with like what we like to do, like a kind of like a special on topic, special Smash Delphia, special Smash Dash. Something kind of like cap off the year. We didn't really know what to do with uh, on topic wise at first. And the first one was just like, well, let's just talk about history with Mercurio. Mm -hmm. So we did that. But then we're just like, for Smash Delphia, it's like, what if we did something different where instead of we just combined character movesets together. We make two completely different characters all on our own. We just are basically sharing those characters with each other. But those characters have to follow some kind of theme. And the first year was the theme of characters that, like, they're on Nintendo platforms. But realistically, they have no chances of being a character in Smash. Uh, and then and then for Smash, I was just like, well, what can we do for that? Uh, take the winners of all the other Smash shows that season and put them in a tournament bracket and see yeah. who our most wanted of the season is. And we, for the first one we did that, we had a lot mm -hmm. of ties. And we had some arguments that, if we had the time for it, could have been on the same level as Donkey Kong versus Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah. Very possible. 
uh, about at the end of it, Mendo won it. And we told ourselves immediately after that recording, it's like, okay, future seasons, we're going to have a guest on for these episodes. Because at bare minimum, we did time ranker. And then mm-hmm. season two, uh, we figured out what we wanted to do for on top. So we were going to turn those on to roster episodes. And the first one... Oh boy! The first one, we were overly ambitious. We had a fucking 5x5 five five grid of companies or categories. There's only one category with, like, indie. Uh, it was like, what would be our most winning character from this company? So, like, from Square Enix, you said Marina Lightyears. And I said Chrono, I think? I think mm-hmm. I said Chrono, because otherwise it would have been a different Final Fantasy character. But then we we expanded it. We talked about like our top three from each company, and it was like a five episode, five hour thing, which was just a mistake. It was a mistake. Mm-hmm. And then we were just like, okay, at the very least, because we know these episodes, if we're doing a whole roster thing, they're probably going to get lengthy. But we need to mm-hmm. we need to have built in. It's like okay, we need to know going into this, it's okay to take a break and come back to it either like in an whether that's in an hour. Or in a couple of days, we need to give ourselves that at the minimum. And then year right. three, we did the Thanos game, where we cut down half the roster. Uh, we had to agree on the cuts, which yep. we both surprised each other with some of the cuts that we made. Uh, and then we uh, we actually did take a break on that one, and then we came back in a couple of days to record essentially what was part two of it, where we would add in. I think we added in uh, twelve new characters, uh, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I, I like this idea. I like how we have, like, a roster game and then our own unique characters. And then we have the Tournament of Champions tournament. And I, I don't know about your thoughts, but I kind of like the idea of doing that each season. Uh, this season, <laughs> you know, it, it's the same. We're doing some form of roster. I'll tell you what's, what it's going to be. We're doing technically something different with our solo submission Smashtopias. But it still generally fits the same kind of idea. And then, you know, we mm-hmm. have Terminator Champions 4. We're going to see, uh, just like, I'm not going to list all the characters, just a, just a few that'll be there. Sly Cooper. Mm-hmm. Quote and Curly. Naho Benno. Midbus. Sir Daniel Fortescue. Geese Howard. Uh, all mm-hmm. of them, plus others, are going to be in that episode. We still have two other uh, normal Smash Dishes to go this season. Before we get to tournament champions four, and you know season five, we've picked up what those what those finales are going to be in, you know, and I think those are going to stay the same. Mm-hmm. One of them might get changed. You know, it's kind of that one, depending on like what happens the next year. Like if there's a new Smash game announced, we might change the roster when we have to reflect that. I don't fucking know, maybe. Right. Uh, but it, it's a thing. I, I I enjoy doing those. I think they're, it's it's a good way to cap things off. Have like a big, big finale. Even though we're just going to do another episode in two weeks. Even though we're just going to do another episode in two weeks, having that final cycle of three episodes be special makes it feel like a finale. Yeah. Um, and, 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 we not, try, yeah. and we also try to have, like, the first on topic of a season be more or less special, too. Like, uh, out of Smash Pokemon Memories, Saving Star mm-hmm. Fox, mm-hmm. Uh, Smash Bros. on NES, yeah. which stemmed from that discussion I mentioned earlier. How we re envisioned the roster because it would start on the NES. And the next season, <laughs> it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a oh. thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 There's someone you would never imagine we would have on this show that will be on that episode. Yeah. We'll just say that. Uh, um, something, else, something else to talk about with, with episodes 
There mm-hmm. is one episode that you couldn't make it for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, scheduling conflicts occur, and we were running up to the wire on needing to record it, and you weren't going to be available any night up until that episode was supposed to uh, be posted. And it was a smasher episode. I was like, I got to do something about this. So I called up Way Up Trail. I was like, hey, listen, emergency situation. Could I get you to do a guest episode with me where we just talk about some characters that you and I know for Smasher Dash and Jonna won't be able to make it. So I need, I need a co-host here. And he was able to step up and we talked about characters that like him and I have either played in recordings together or uh, on stream. So we covered like the Castle Crasher from Castle Crasher or Battle Blocking is what I ended up calling them from Battle Block Theater. And we had Bill for Beck from Left 4 Dead versus Dallas from Payday 2. And we just did them. And then we had some the Rage of Chance characters that I don't remember what they were off the top of my head. But I know you, Narukami from Persona 4 is there and uh, mm-hmm. several others. Uh, but speaking of Mike, uh, you told me last night that you had some messages from people. And I was just like, well, I can't let him be the only one that can get messages from people. So I sent out a couple feelers to somebody and Mike sent me this. When I asked <laughs> if he wanted to come up with a message to be read out on Supercast Brothers. Mm-hmm. What he said is, what? No. I don't want to give you a message for your silly nerd show. How about instead you tell your viewers that they should follow me on Twitch instead at Way Off Trail. That'd be a better use of their time. Thanks, Mike. Love to have you on the show. How was that it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Full disclosure, um, full disclosure, uh, he said he didn't have time to write some down because he was getting ready to leave for a dark show, which he's out doing tonight. But see, he told me just write something insulting. So I came up with that. Mike is also a co-host of yours on Select Star Gaming, so at least it's that yep. tie-in. And we can loop that back around to follow Lister and Mike and Twilix and some others on Select Star Gaming. Twilix, Twilix actually isn't part of it anymore. But we do have Watch somebody, we do have a new person that is going to be uploading their right. first series pretty soon. Uh, Curb Walker is going to be hitting oh, uh, with nice. a Let's Play of the original Five Nights at Freddy's. So if Very you cool. like those. But yeah, That's um, we, That's we, we do more. Let's Plays on the YouTube channel. A lot of them are solo, but sometimes we play things together. And then also we stream mm-hmm. together sometimes. Uh, we also have an extra okay. solo stream, but sometimes we stream together. Sweet. Well, thank you, Mike. <laughs> what 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 a well-crafted sentimental message yep. um great stuff and you wrote it i i yeah yeah i wrote it okay yeah. he, he that, said do something insulting it's like i got you it's it's both your vibes so good for you guys <laughs> that was that was great i didn't know who it was going to be from and i didn't but i didn't think it was going to be that and that was great <laughs> um Mike, uh, Smasher, making that Smasher Dash with Mike was thank thank you for coming on board for that and, and doing it last minute. It also provided a me with a weird opportunity to see what it would be like to just be an audience member listening to the show. And I did quite enjoy the episode um, and was happy to still be a part of Rate Their Chances as well. Um, yeah, because you knew who the character was going to be and you also, and you so you sent me like what your votes and numbers would all be as well so we could have that tracked. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and I kind of knew like castle, and it was a, it was a fun discussion. Even though I was like battle blocking, come on, uh, <laughs> but I know it's something Mike was I mean, passionate about. We we picked those two 
because we had a lot of fun playing those two games, and they're it's the same mm-hmm. company that made them. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I will say that I agree with the ones that were that were chosen as well. Um, the winners of that episode, and Mike did you know not not one of our most recurring guests, but each time he's been on, he's been really great. And Ezio was a memorable episode. With him, I he he really. I stand by it. those courtesans and that and the, the I, victory pose. I'm just saying was it was it was a great that. idea, and then mm-hmm. you two shot mm-hmm. me down. It's like, listen, at least it wasn't fucking having toilet paper be be thrown out. Um, yeah, the the Orbulon's mummy thing. Yeah, that was yeah. interesting. <laughs> I don't know what you were thinking. I was thinking it was a popular micro game. I mean, just good times. Um. Ezio was a standout, and and Mike's expertise in Assassin's Creed elevated the episode. Yeah. Um, Speaking of guests, we do have one that stands up just very slightly over the rest as our most recurring. With a total count of six episodes throughout the four seasons thus far. Uh, That's that's a tie. That's a tie. Is it? Trevor appearing six episodes too? Let's do that. Unless I didn't count... Their most recent appearance, which let me double check that three, four, five. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, no, they're they're tied. They're tied at six each. Oh, 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 oh. Um, our most recurring Canadian guest. Oh, okay, yeah, that that tracks. That tracks. Whose mother is also a fan of the show. Wait. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Come continue. Um, oh, you're just making sure she was still subscribed. Just kidding. No, I was, uh, I was making sure I had the number right for both of them. Okay, okay. So yes, cheers to Eric, Flame Zone, Eric the Flame. What a guy. Um, you know, and I don't know. Um, I, you know, just laying it out there. I didn't think going into it, Eric would necessarily be our most recurring guest, but he has been a pleasure to have on as many times as he has, and I, I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. Um, looking over some of the episodes he's been on. Again, we started with one of my very favorite episodes we've ever done in season one. Is there too much Fire Emblem? I mean, Eric grew up on Fire Emblem just about as much as I did. And uh, and you came around with the tertiary experience too, um, especially in Heroes and, and just kind of knowing the series through Smash, etc. It was a really well-balanced discussion. And we were able to come up with something that we repeat ad nauseum now. It's not really the number of characters, it's how they're represented. Whereas the weapon triangle, uh, so where you know, so on and so forth. Um, and then we moved on. He he was a fun guest on some of our more filler episodes, like the amiibo episode, reflecting on our amiibo collections and how they work in Smash, um, and where they could where they could have worked and where, where we think they're going. Uh he was excellent. Excellent helping us paid out a moveset for Lynn from Fire Emblem again. Um, and we had him on for some Smasher Dashes. He helped us crown Dante and his Smasher Dash, who went on to be the Tornado Champions winner for Season 3. Yep. Um, that, was the, about... that was the Hideki Kamiya episode. Yes. He uh, he went on to uh, help us with discussing fourth parties, and if they may be inevitable in Smash, a hot-button topic and one that we all have very strong opinions on, um, especially me having once chosen Mickey Mouse to be in a roster in a roster game you and I were working on. Oh, and Eric, who who once wanted Naruto in Smash when he was a young boy. Uh, 
<laughs> I didn't want myself to be the only one throwing under the bus. Uh, and then most recently, I really enjoyed the episode we did with him. That was PlayStation All-Star Battle Royale theme. The rate their chances um, that you set up for him, which were all previously submissions that he posted to Super Smash Brothers Mercurius way back in the day, like 2008, 2009, yeah. was really, really strong, really strong discussion. Uh, the PSA SBR theming was was cool and and fun and fresh. It was just a feel good episode all around. Um, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, and, uh, he's the only person I can do that with because mm -hmm. Turbo only ever made a move set for Lucas back in mm -hmm. the day, and uh, Ebit only ever made a move set for uh, where is he? For, 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 well, no, I guess he, theoretically, we could do four characters with, for him. Because he had Gooey, mm -hmm. Paint Roller, Toadette, Gooey again, Mega Man, <laughs> and Starfy. He also did, um, the, the main character from Chrono Cross. No, that was a shared one with me. We collaborated on that. But I guess okay, that so could technically count for that kind of episode, thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. And Trevor, if we're thinking about that, Trevor also did Puyo Bluffs with me oh, back yeah. in the That's day. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. That was an odd one. Um, hey, we've all had yeah. our odd characters. Yep. Kamikai had Bathtub Mario back in the day. I had Colin from The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. You want to go on that rant real quick? Nope. <laughs> but I stand by my opinion. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, so cheers to Trevor and Eric, I guess, for being our most recurring guests and so far. Yeah, and, and they, they're, they're our most recurring, but Kelly and Jake are not that far behind. Nice. With how many episodes per? Uh, well, Jake is at five and Kelly, yeah, yeah, they're both at five. Holy cow, there's a bit of a competition going on here, boys. Let's have, let's We can get all four of them on one episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's tie them first and then get all four on one episode to increase the count all at once. That, that'll be their 10th appearance for all four of them. Excellent. Uh, Tournament of Champions 4 featuring our guest judges, Kelly, Jake, Eric, and Trevor. <laughs> we have to do an odd number. We need one oh, more yeah. person. Octavianus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just be like hey, anything that Jono doesn't like because I hate his gnomes. But that's fair enough. Uh, <laughs> um, but all that to kind of segue into, I have one more message for you from from a friend of ours. Only one. Only one. Okay. Thematically, I mean, it's Eric. Obviously, I was trying to kind of lean into that. All right, I forgot we were trying to get there. <laughs> so Eric as a message for both of us um starting with a personal message to me which i will recite okay from flame zone jono i think the thing i cherish most about us is the continued back and forth between us whether it be supporting each other through hard events, sharing our successes, sharing opinions about games we are currently playing, or celebrating each other's birthdays via thoughtful gifts and words. I can honestly say that without your continued tether, our bond of friendship, I likely would not have much communication, if any, with our Mercurius crowd. 
but our friendship genuinely helps keep this part of my childhood experience alive. As for... Okay, it's over. You don't need to do it. <laughs> As for particular anecdotes from the Mercurius days, I don't have the strongest memory, but I'll try to recall some strong impressions that remain with me. As an aside, it does make me chuckle to think about some of the unruly teenager behavior I would exhibit. He was the baby of our group for sure back in the day. I mean, kind of still now. I mean, it's just how things work. Uh, whether it's cringy Ultimate Tournament, an RPG that we played back in the day together, characters, beef with Brawlinator, which we talked about briefly on this Smash or Death episode recently, episode 99, and unreasonable moderator abuse of Maya, not as much unreasonable moderator abuse that compared to me. Uh, I can't believe you guys didn't write me off completely for my lowest lows. <laughs> Bro, you weren't that bad. You if you can't, if you can't handle, how do I want to put this? If you can't handle Eric the Flame at his lowest, and you can't take his Colton Chosen at his highest, <laughs> he sure so can't. I should have used Kavina. Shit. <laughs> oh God, he's not here to hear that one. He will in hindsight, though. The message. His mom on. will. I forgot about that. Uh, Flames of Small. If you don't know about Kavita, you should really ask him about Kavita. I, I apologize in advance. I didn't. There's still more message to go, and we're just actively getting him in trouble. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. I should say, not me. You. Yes. Let's continue. Jono's presence on the Mercurius forums was always a blast. I always found Jono's work to be some of the most well-written and creative to boot. <laughs> this is my favorite message yet. I'm a cut, yeah. The way that Jono could describe a moveset in such detail that I could actually envision exactly what he was describing... Definitely guided my own writing ability as I attempted to duplicate what he was capable of. Plus, with all of the off-the-wall character ideas, enigmas like Boboy Man, Jono was a defining member of the forums and brought a lot of character with him. No more pocket experiences for Eric. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. As for Xantok during the Mercurius era... I recall having so much respect for him. Yeah, why? His Xantok submissions were always synonymous with a high level of quality and a grounded sense of realism. Xantok submissions, on average, have always felt to me like the most probable of getting an actual translation into Smash. All right, he podcast privileges have been restored. <laughs> On top of this, he always has had a high level of involvement with feedback on the forums and later in our chat groups and helping improve my own ideas and conveying them. While in the flesh, we know Xantok as the one to not take any BS. On the forums and elsewhere, he is very respected and often responds in a reserved, non-judgmental, and great and, and, and dishes out great constructive criticism. Uh, there is a reason why we don't talk about this one on the podcast very often, but here we go. There is a reason why the ZEJ brand worked 
and why so many of us chose to follow Jono, Zantok, and Evit to other sites. The strong sense of character, high-quality work to lead by example, and the effort to create a sense of belonging made Zantok, Evit, and Jono all natural leaders. A fun little anecdote that I remember that got a rise out of me when I was a kid was Baby Eric. <laughs> I can't recall if this was a joint effort by Jono and Zantok nope. to, screw, to screw with me. It wasn't. It was me. It was all him. <laughs> but the hilarity of us all being in a call together on Skype Playing Mario Kart and Jono loads up with the baby Eric me he made was absolutely hilarious at the time. Such a Jono thing to do. It is! I also have fond memories of joint reacting with Xantok and Jono for events like E3 and Nintendo Directs. Rip E3. I believe we reacted. Yep. I believe we reacted to Cloud's reveal in Smash 4. We did. And we were all collectively losing our goddamn minds. At Ridley. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. I remember you realized it a little sooner than everybody else. And I and muted myself because I was going to go nuts. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Ridley and K. Roll. I also really enjoy being on Supercast Brothers. My favorite episode to date that I've been on is the Lynn episode. I feel like we all had something very unique to contribute and re resulted in a character that could be very basic turning into one that I feel was genuinely well-designed and unique. That was so much fun. And then, after dissing out the longest message of anybody by far, he says, I hope this is enough to go on. <laughs> it's so nice to reminisce about the good old times. And I can't believe it's already been well over a decade. Longer than that, my friend. Yeah. Be, be sure to Longer send uh, even that bit about ZEJ, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll let him know. <laughs> I'll message him after this podcast is done so I don't forget. Um, 2023 minus 2000. It has been 17 years since Lister has regist registered for Super Smash Bros. Mercurius. Or just about. Jesus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's been almost two decades since you've known me. I fear for me. Oh, I've always felt fear for you. I because of me. Big. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I really feel that. The world keeps spinning, but it doesn't mean we're getting any younger. But you know, for all for all the nostalgic, deep deep nostalgia dives that I do tend to go on, especially reflecting like this. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I'm glad I'm not the age I was when we were on Mercurius. Like you, you always think you're hot shit. You always think you're smarter than you really are. At least in my shoes, when I was a kid, um, I'm glad I grew out of that. And we're still growing. We're we're always growing. It's always something new to learn, some new fun experience to have. So. Part of that is Supercast Brothers. Part of that is making this show. I'm looking forward to each new episode we do. Because yep. we've really found our groove. We're doing the thing. We've hit 100 episodes. And I honestly think, at this point, we're going to hit 100 more. 
I mean, that's a commitment. Gonna have to that's make, that's four can, more seasons. We can do it. We can do it. What if we what? don't? The, no, no, com, no commitment. No commitment. Yeah. But yeah. what would yeah. you pitch to me right now? We're playing. We're playing season eight, it's episode two hundred. It's gonna be a smash LP episode. What do you pitch to me to do for that episode? Mm. Oh my gosh. Um, Mickey Mouse. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst idea, honestly. Goku. No, no, no. no. Goku. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We can break convention, do a third, do a fourth party character, and make it make it unique. My only other ideas were like, what was the, what were some very stand up submissions from the Mercurius days? But we already kind of did that. I have a spreadsheet um, of them. Yep. Every single character that's um, ever been made, I have a spread. I have them all on a spreadsheet. Yep. Yep. Or um, we could do the Grinch. <laughs> you, you know what the first thing that came to mind was when I when I asked this, the very first character that came to mind was Discoon. Ooh. <laughs> no, uh, Discoon though. Okay. okay. I don't know what the hell you do. That's the first thing that popped to mind. <gasps> hey, he's in the Super Mario Bros. movie. Napoleon from the Hanafuda cards. It's gonna have to be something out there. It's gonna need to be something super special. Yeah. That's all I. Yeah. It could be. Again, it could be an in real life like game developer Miyamoto, Sakurai, Reggie, uh, the non-specific it... action figure. <laughs> all right. The Wii safety guy. <laughs> I, I think if we Lateral did like man. a real person, I would want to do. Uh... Like oh, no, like the, of the Nintendo people, I mean, I, I would I would go with the Miyamoto angle. I feel that, I feel that. Um. Oh my gosh, it's yeah, no commitment. I won't be disappointed if we don't make it there because life happens. But if we do, it will be a time, and doing it on a Smashtopia episode is going to be unique. And kind of nuts. Um, I wonder, would 300 be a Smasher Dash? That would be kind of funny. Uh, I don't have it tracked that far ahead in the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I only have tracked up to the end of the year 8, which includes uh, episode 200. So I don't know how long, what it would be. That's that's a far ways already. So there we go. Um, any other thoughts you have on episode 100, the road traveled so far? <sighs> Not necessarily the world travels so far, but maybe something to the future. Really? So, we're not quite done with season four. No. But, I was thinking, since we've talked about how we have season five more or less planned out, what if we teased a couple of season five episodes? Not directly saying what they're going to be, but, you know, just little little hints. Maybe we could mm -hmm. each tease a on topic Smashtopia and Smash Dash each. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll go ahead and start with an on topic. You kind of we kind of alluded to it a little bit already, but I'll go ahead and say it. Season five premiere is going to start with an interview, and you are not going to believe who we are interviewing for this episode. I. You will quite literally need to see it to believe it. Yeah. What about you? What, what, else, 
What on topic are you going to tease? Well, um, I am really feeling one of the on topic discussions that we're going to have with one of our most recurring guests in season five. All right. The Smashtopia, I would like to tease, requires a little bit of history. Of all the franchises that got playable characters in the original Super Smash Brothers, only <laughs> one of them has not got a Smashtopia episode yet. We are changing mm -hmm. that with season five. Yeah. We sure are. Um, we are championing an indie character for the first time on our podcast in season five. Who will that be? There's, a, there's many a choice. <laughs> there's a lot of choices. Yeah. For Smasher Dash, for mm -hmm. one of our episodes, we are going back to what is more or less the beginnings, our earliest years of gaming, choosing characters exclusively that we encountered and played and enjoyed their stories when we were no older than the age of 10. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a fun one. Uh, last but not least, we are visiting another very jelly Smasher Dash Battle Royale. I mean, I thought that one was obvious, but all right. Yeah. That's what I... Oh, I'm going to say another one? Yeah. Okay. Um, that spoiler aside, forget forget that you heard that, even though it is obvious. Uh, we are revisiting a character from that we've covered on Smashtopia in the form of a Smasher Dash. An unlikely matchup, if you will. Oh. A, a very sweet one, you might say. That one. I, I considered <laughs> that was like, how the hell do I allude to that? It was sloppy, but I did it. <laughs> that one is gonna be a battle of the yep. ages. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Of, 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 Ma magical of programs, you could even say. You can. You sure can. You sure can. Alright. Well, I don't know about you. But I'm feeling 22. I thought you were like 16. That's Eric. Oh. I thought he was 12. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh. Any hoodle. Episode, yeah, episode 100 in the episode bag. 100. We did it. Holy, holy cow. In no. four years, we might be doing a 200. Who the hell knows? Mm -hmm. I certainly don't. The well, only thing I can say for sure is we're completing season five. <laughs> Beyond that, who knows? 
Who yeah. knows? I got two things to say. Number one is look to the sky and find Deserta in your hearts. Number two is Oh, yeah, number three. It's it's funny. Oh, you have another one. Okay. Yeah, but please go on. Uh, It's funny, like, uh, midway through the podcast, like, God damn it, there's one thing I should have added to the graphics, and that was a Zerda. Yep. 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 I forget. I should have done it. Well, you know, for old time's sake, I just want to say Chucky Finster. That was the one I was waiting for. <laughs> he was waiting. He was waiting in the rafters for well over a year. You almost he did a character back. move set for him, but then you didn't have the ideas. So he's like, I'm just going to do an assist trophy. The assist trophy is some Kino shit. But perhaps Chucky will be who brings me back to this Mastopia wiki with a character. Not that I'm promising that, but, you know, it would be cool to fulfill the meme. The legacy. He's not he's not really dead until I do. He so maybe implies that's Chucky Finster from Murgus, but he really means is Chucky the doll from the horror movies. Isn't that just Chucky Finster? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just make like Chucky, hold your Wawa tight, fear Bapo, and go off into the night. And don't forget to tune until the next episode. That's because all right, I gotta mention what the next episode is. Next episode (laughs) is a Smashtopia. Uh, we alluded to it, John alluded to it. We are finally gonna have Kelly Jelly on to make a character with us. That's Mm -hmm. the next episode. Who that character is, I ain't saying shit, but it's not happening. That'll be fun. Looking forward to it. We're making a new. Milestone already by having Kelly on a Smashtopia. So 101. 101. Good time. See you all then. See you all then. Bye, everyone. What a ride.